top shelf fantasy. To to me. Cat the field. Right. <laughs> okay, you guys want to talk about a cat real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely, this is a, this is amazing. There's a cat. This on is why Amari Cooper got hurt. Look this is amazing. And there is a black cat <laughs> now on the field. Maybe we need to bring the ghost back to get rid of the cat. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we should. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, look at his change of direction. He's got great lateral. Movement. Oh my goodness. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Felix has left the building. If there's one wish I have for the 2020 season, it is that black cat to come back. <laughs> A plethora of championships in that black cat. So is that your bold prediction? It's, ooh. I mean... What more can happen in 2020? Maybe a couple more cats on the field all at once. The entire family comes out. I've seen crazier things in this year, so that wouldn't surprise me in in the least. The way 2020 is going, it might be a dragon this year. (laughs) (laughs) They just spread COVID everywhere. (laughs) All right. Well, we're heading into week one, boys. Week freaking one. Oh, I'm so excited. Wait, is football back? I I wouldn't have known. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but gave it away. Football is back, baby. Can't wait. Tomorrow night, going to be huge. Podcast 84. Podcast 84. Sorry, I was just checking some volume real quick. Um, yeah, Podcast 84, Top Shelf Fantasy, uh, TopShelfFantasy.com, Top Shelf, FNTSY, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, all right, so week one, we're going to just kind of go through some previews, some teams, and just kind of parallel that with some of the uh, some of the news that uh, is coming out. And we can start with... Uh, the Thursday night game, Houston and Casey. I think that's going to be an absolute shootout. Uh, but Brandon Cooks already questionable. <laughs> so it's tradition. Way to go! It's the Bill pancake Ryan. breakfast. We do it every month, and it's not a concussion. It's a quad. It's a quad. Right. <laughs> Which is that's Which so I, good. <laughs> it's good for him. It's that's not a con- yeah concussion. They, but. they they were saying last week too that he was. Um, slowly learning the playbook and that he would be eased into the game so with an injury so he's been hurt all the entire time (laughs) right it is willful it's already started it's is this is it's this is not good uh i think we predicted that so um anyway one of the one of the things if if you're new to the program here uh we'll go through and we'll just kind of name some guys that we like in the matchup um love everyone on the kc side obviously pat mahomes travis kelsey um, but this is one of those games where, like, if you had to check a dart, I'd check it at Meikle. That's what I was just going to ask you. Would you play McCole Hardman this week? I, I 100% would. Well, yeah. it's, it's the highest over-under. They're, they're going to score. Oh, it's gotta be, yeah. <laughs> what was the bet on DraftKings that they had to win by 102 points? No, so it's, it's KC, and they spotted them 101 points. So if you have if you have DraftKings Sportsbook in your area, wherever you're listening to, and you have sports betting legal... Log on and bet it. It's under their uh, their like no no brainer bids or something like that. One hundred one points, like free money, fifty dollar max bet, returning ninety five and change. Book it. I mean, you, you've never seen a team lose by one hundred and one points. And KC's not going to be the first one to do it, even if they lose this game, which I don't think we think they're going to do. No, I don't think they'll they'll lose. No, but yeah. I think that Houston is going to have to come out with some firepower to even try and keep pace with KC. So without Brandon Cooks, I mean, you're looking at Will Fuller. I mean, is Kenny Stills a play? Oh, yeah, Randall Cobb. I like Cobb, too, but again, we haven't seen him in the offense, so... Yeah, yeah. I would think my priority on that team would be Will Fuller, 
one, David Johnson two, and then maybe Randall Cobb. Yeah, and you've seen big weeks in the past out of the Houston Texans in the first week of the season. Uh, Deshaun Watson and everybody healthy, good game plan. Will Fuller still on the field, which usually doesn't last that long. But for the first week, these are good guys to play. I mean, they, they, they're a solid offensive core when they're healthy. So both of these teams, I mean, these are guys that if you drafted, you, you were playing in week one, the whole squad. Yep. Below average defense on both ends. So it's not going to be hard to put up a lot of points for both sides. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're also a betting man, hammer the over 54 and a half. I'd say they both easily score into 28-31 range. So. The, the, the way that doesn't happen is if Bill O'Brien screws it up somehow. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't bet on Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I think he will do that. He's going to try to be so cute with his new offense that he's putting out there. Oh, so many jet sweeps with a, just a torn <laughs> hamstring for Will Fuller right off the bat. <laughs> Everyone go uh, deep. Not again. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's move over to Seattle, Atlanta. They're kicking off uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock. Um, I mean, it, it's just hard to sit here, I think, in week one and, and be cute about anything. I mean, right. you're starting DK. You're starting Lockett. You're starting Carson, Russell Wilson. Don't start the tight ends. I mean, and then on Atlanta's side, I think there's a handful of guys that, that we can talk about. Yeah, I think Seattle has a good defense, but if you drafted the Falcon players, you're starting them against everybody. Ridley, Jones, uh, Gurley, Matt Ryan, um, Hayden Hurst. I would say yep. Russell Gage is in that conversation as well. He's he's a risk play. And on Seattle, I think a comparable risk is Philip Dorsett. Those are guys that you probably think about on the fringe of Why playing. What on Josh Gordon? Is <laughs> <laughs> he reinstated yet? No, oh, on the conversation. <laughs> Well, let's let's just real quick on Hayden Hurst because I feel like I've seen him all over the place in drafts where he's going to the middle of the round, in the middle of the draft, or he's going real late. I mean, what's your confidence level starting him? I, I wouldn't have any. Um, I've seen Eric Ebron go undrafted twice now in, in two drafts. Um, Typically, I would not have a lot, but Seattle's linebacking core is weak. Yeah. Um, I would start him and essentially assume that he's going to get mashed up on a linebacker in one-on-one coverage, and Bobby Wagner can't cover him the whole game. So that's going to either leave a rookie. Uh, I can't forget, remember the guy's name who they drafted, but he's not going to be capable of covering Hayden Hurst. And if there are other options to drop down to safety, and if that happens, look for big days on everybody else. The one I would be most concerned about is Jamal Adams. That's what they brought him in for. Um, he's just... The, one of the best safeties in the league, and he would be able to cover a guy like Hurst. Hurst yeah. is a faster tight end, and Adams is just a shutdown guy. I mean, he can go inside the box and follow him around the entire game. It shouldn't be a problem. And I think that I 100% agree with you. I just think that Seattle would rather say, don't worry about Hurst so much, let him get the underneath stuff and make yeah. the tackles, versus leaving <laughs> Julio. Julio, Calvin exactly. Ridley yeah. exposed for deep, deep That goals. That is definitely the thing. Because then yeah. you leave their other safety back in single coverage. <laughs> Good luck on that, bro. Right. All right, let's move over to AFC East. Bunch of just, <laughs> just a bunch of crap teams. Um, this might be a while. Just, just one of them, anyway. <laughs> Adam Gates so it's, the Bills. Right. It's it's New York in Buffalo. I mean, <clears throat> you're starting Allen. You're starting Stephon Diggs. Uh, we haven't heard great things about Devin Singletary. Um, I've never said anything positive about Adam Gase. Uh, so I mean, in this matchup, if you're forced to play somebody here, I mean, who's the who's the guy? Love Bell and for the Jets, you mean? Love Bell because in right, yes. for the Jets, Sam Darnold in a one quarterback league, you're not going to play. Nope. Right, and, and Buffalo's defense is still legit. They're playing home at Buffalo. You'll play Jameson Crowder though because he is a target. Right, hog, okay, yeah, and he, he's the only wide receiver. He healthy. does. He does have a hammy. 
I mean, he, 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 does, he practiced, he, but he practiced, yeah. And, and Perriman still hurt. I mean, and to be yeah. fair to the Bills, I did say they have a good defense, but they are down their starting corner minus Tredavious White, but their right. second quarter is, is uh, COVID out. So, right. Um, who knows what the Bills' defense is going to look like? They should still be solid. They should be able to replace him. But and and I will say too, Jets scare me. I don't know how much I believe in Zach Moss week one, whereas I can see him kind of coming along throughout the season. And I would say that with another COVID opt out, CJ Mosley for the uh, Jets, you're going to see a team Buffalo up in the game and then running later on. And I think Devin Singletary will be just fine to play this week. Yeah, I don't okay. think Moss is a week one play either. I, yeah. I agree with you there. But yeah, I think, like you said, he'll grow into a role. Right. Um, all right. So next, it, I actually, it, I want to pause on Detroit for a second. So um, it's it, Chicago and Detroit is our next matchup. Um, but Detroit comes out with an injury on DeAndre Swift. Adrian Peterson gets cut by the Jags, clears waivers. Washington. Washington. Well, Washington. It, no Washington. Might as well have been the Jags. Me. With this, what's going <laughs> with on the Jags. this week. Right. Gets cut with Washington, clears waivers, signs with, with uh, Detroit, with um, Daryl Bevel, his old offensive coordinator. And then Patricia comes out today and says that AP should get some run in week one. So, interesting on the Detroit side. And then on the Chicago side, Monty was limited today. So I don't know. There's any running back in this matchup I trust to start. I mean, given what we hear on Monty throughout the week, but outside of those running back, I mean, it, do you do you guys feel comfortable starting a running back on either of those teams? No. If Monty comes back, it's still it's still Wednesday right now when we're, while we're recording. Well, right. So if he comes back, he has a solid day of practice Thursday, Friday. He looks good. He, he you know he has no indications of an injury. Sure, I'll play him because I don't think the Lions have a particularly great defense. But if he has another missed day or maybe two missed days and he's a game time decision i have no confidence in starting him and that's yeah, so, what you got to monitor through the weekend so this is the funny thing with david montgomery is he, he was drafted as your rb2 or a flex like that's like at minimum why you drafted david montgomery this year and so i guess if he's healthy you kind of have to play him or else you're going to be looking at some kind of you know deeper sleepers that you're going to have to throw into a lineup would i personally feel confident no i would go with one of the deeper sleepers to try and get something going because um, that's on top of the fact that David Montgomery himself is not really one of the you know receiving backs that'll get you a lot of points. He's kind of like a ten point score running back in my opinion. So compared, uh, you know, comparison for you or a flip side for you, which one would you prefer? David Montgomery misses practice, the game time decision. He does end up playing, you, but you're going to play him or you're going to play Adrian Peterson, who's likely available in a lot I'm of your leagues and in the same match. I'm not playing Adrian Peterson. I would yeah, play you go Montgomery. Montgomery. I'd rather be wrong on these. I'd rather Montgomery go off right. and him on my bench. and be, I can live with that. But if I start him and he gives me two points, I said, why did I do that? Because I, right. the entire time I knew it was going to sit there. Right. You're so really I'd rather be thing. wrong and have him show me first. And then week two. Right. You're fine. But on the D- Detroit side, I, I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch any of them. Any running back there. Right. No. And, Ad- and like like you said, what, what Patricia said, um, the thing is with Adrian Peterson, he's a veteran running back. He's going to be able to just pick up the system right away, run. Like, that's what his job well, has been for a decade. Yeah, he knows what inside zone is. doesn't matter who he's running behind. <laughs> just and, be- and Bevel knows what he can do. Bo right. Scarborough's in the IR now, too. So he mm-hmm. just take that goal line work like crazy. Yeah, we didn't bring that up because it's... Kind of not mentionable at this Bo point. Bo Scarborough. <laughs> but that opened but, up a but, spot for it. Yes, yes, that is that is true. Um, all right, so let's move over to um, uh, Green Bay, Minnesota. Uh, I don't really have any any news for them. Um, 
I mean, Aaron Jones, Rodgers, Adams, There's, and then on Minnesota's side, it's Thielen, Cook. That's probably it for week one. I would say I'm not going to say to start him, but this this is the this is going to be clear as day in this game who the Green Bay wide receiver two is going to be. It's going to happen. The wide receiver two in this team, I feel like, is going to show up this week. We don't know who it's going to be, so I'm not going to tell you to start one. Desired. I don't know who to, I don't. <laughs> MVS has looked good, I guess. The, too. the thing is, yeah, Rodgers has been praising MVS, and it's like, go away. I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep hearing your name. Just make it clearer. He's on my dynasty team. But don't, don't but wish that. If, <laughs> at least they cut Kumaro finally, so we can stop tossing his name. Around. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, that, I guess that's a little piece of piece. Yeah, of Kumaro's news, on but. Buffalo practice squad now. But <laughs> there will, buddy. there will be two. There will be two out of Green Bay this week. I, I just think that because Minnesota's uh, defensive secondary is not that great, in my opinion. But um, yeah, that's right. probably it then. Well, let's head over to Miami. That's funny that two, both, all four AFC East teams are playing each other. Um, okay, so Miami has got some issues going on right now because both Parker and Preston Williams were limited today at at practice. Corey's laughing at me because <laughs> there's just there's like a lot of uh, divisional matchups this week. Doesn't everyone give you a hard time? Yeah, I think week one. Well, no, I mean I'm looking at Las Vegas and Carolina and eh, whatever. Screw it. A lot, a lot um, of times there are, but that's... Yeah, anyway. No, carry on. Carry on. Johnson. Uh, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, both limited. One, uh, Parker with a hammy, and Preston Williams with the same knee. Uh, so that's that's just not good. Listen, Brian overall. Flores is from the Belichick coaching tree. If he can tag you with a questionable and get you a rest day on Wednesday, he's going to do it. That's see Flores right now is is going to Belichick with like a love letter, and he's saying he's 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 sending it out there, being like, look what I can do. Look, look you're not going to know who's going to play this week either. I can do it too. Yep, and you'll get some mystery uh, like, yeah, practice, you know, or uh, injury <laughs> yeah. designations from the Patriots. The same way they're going to be yeah. playing cat and mouse all week. Yeah. So Bel- Belichick's going to go, yeah. Well, Cam Newton's out of practice the rest of the week. <laughs> so and and the Pats end up putting Damian Harris on the IR, and they promote JJ Ta- Taylor from the practice squad. So that's the news for that's for huge the because he was having it's a great very camp. Big. Um, I mean, I think it squashes anything about Damian Harris. That was, I mean, we've seen this happen multiple times where guys get hyped, then they get hurt, and then somebody else comes in and takes their opportunity. I'm not saying J.J. Taylor is going to be good, but it's an issue. So just on the Miami side of the ball, I feel like, I know, Corey, you're definitely going to end up starting Devontae Parker. It's early in the week. If he's there, he's there. But, I mean, are we starting Gasecki? Are you taking a shot on Brita or Howard? I mean, those are real decisions people have to make between Brita and Howard. I mean, I think on the Patriots side, it's a little bit more clear-cut. Uh, don't start any of them, maybe except for James White. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Miami side. So I'm still starting Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, assuming they're all healthy. I mean, that's So you're going to start both of them. Well, not if I have both on the same team. Well, I'm not a psychopath. But you have both of them. <laughs> you have both of them within the top 35. Yes. In week one. Yes. Okay. So, if I'm, yeah, if I have them on the same team, no, I'm not going to start both of them. I'm going to pick one. Toss up. I don't care which one, really, to be honest with you. I think they're very comparable. Um, but I think they're startable in this matchup against New England, even with the stellar secondary that they still have. You've got to do it. If you draft for these guys, you draft for them to play at least in a flex position. Well, Devontae Parker, you probably drafted as a wide receiver, too. And Preston Williams right. drafted as a flex, if not deeper. But he's a he's a flyer. Um, on top of that, you asked about Breida and Howard. 
Again, if I have both of them, you're, you're a psychopath. I don't know why just, you do that just, to yourself. Just, but, just, just pick one. But yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing both. Yeah, right. I'm playing both, 100%. Okay. Yeah, I would say... You've seen the Patriots struggle against the run for years. Yeah, I would yes. say, especially with Someone's everything, with the, the Patriots losing on defense, the best group on either side of the ball is going to be the running backs for Miami to start. I, I'd see if even if the Patriots are up, Brita's going to be getting work there. Howard's going to, like, that's mostly what they're going to be able to do because the Patriots secondary is still great. And I'm not concerned about the limited tags about Parker or, or Williams, but I am concerned about the secondary they face. And then on the Patriots side, obviously the running backs are unclear as hell. Sony Michelle still being, like, kind of being right massaged in into the week one. Um, and then really the, the I guess, like you said, James White, but obviously Julian Edelman is a start. Yeah, Edelman, um, James White. I would probably start Nikhil Harry if I drafted him, at least in a flex spot. I wouldn't, draft, I wouldn't oh, start I'm him a, higher I'm, than that. I'm a big wait and see on Nikhil Harry. Yeah. At least wait and see yeah, for like same. four weeks for me. I just think if he's going to have a good week, it's against Miami's secondary. All right, well, that's going to be an interesting uh, matchup for sure. Uh, and then Philadelphia and Washington. Uh, I got a couple things for the Eagles. Like Sanders returned back to practice, which is phenomenal to see going into week one. Um, Jalen Rager coming out of nowhere after he was supposedly supposed Almost to be- on the IR. He was like so close to being on the IR. He's like, Actually, he's back at practice. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was out all of in, September. In pads. Yeah. Doing everything. Team drills, in individual drills, fielding punts and returns. So now you hope that that's his like twenty one year old body healing quickly, not his twenty one year old brain telling him to get out there too soon. I don't think the team would allow him to do that. Um but I still don't think he's a start if he's active, just given what happened. Like Scotty said, he just avoided the IR. Like I don't think the team's gonna put him in that in that position. But then it's a smoke screen for the, I, I think it's a smoke screen a week. little bit. Um, and then on the Washington side, just an absolute, I don't know what is going on. Um, we have, they, they cut Adrian Peterson to presumably say that Antonio Gibson was going to be the starter. Then they came out and said they're going to do a running back by committee unless J.D. McKissick at the top of their depth, depth chart. So I don't know that I can trust anybody in Washington, uh, in that backfield, but if there was... Anybody that you had to pick out of out of either side, I mean, Ertz on Philadelphia, Miles Sanders on Philadelphia, Wentz, Wentz, Wentz. Is it back in quarterback one, uh, yeah. Terry McLaurin. I, yeah. You start Terry, but you know Deshaun Jackson's a flex play, big week one, known for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would agree hey, with that. You giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Scott wants to talk I'm, about it so bad. I'm not. I'm not touching the Washington backfield. No, under any circumstances. That's a big that's wait, a wait and, see. and see. Yeah, that's a bay wait and see. Um, okay. That's just that's a gross. If you're situation. starting one of them, you're doing it wrong. I would. Nah, never mind. I'm, Don't I'm, start I'm Logan Thomas, even though he came out. And I said. <laughs> literally just gonna, just gonna literally just say that, and I stop myself. It's um, like no, I'm not gonna start in week one. See what he can do. All right. So Raiders um, versus Carolina. Uh, and then, and this is an interesting one too because with Tyrell Williams going on IR, Brian Edwards now gets named a starter. Uh, so Derek Carr is throwing to two rookies. I am a wait and see on Brian Edwards. I know he's a he's a big sleeper of ours, but you don't check him out there week one. Would you check out Henry Ruggs though? Yes, I would check out Henry Ruggs. Yep, I Carolina is historically think, bad at secondary. Yeah, but I think the people that have him drafted him to be a starter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and if you're, a I'm big, a wait and see on him as well. 
Uh, then again, and right. then on the other well, not the other side, the same side of the ball, different position. In, in your starting, so, your starting Jacobs, Josh, Darren Jacobs, Waller. and Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. a fan of the run game. This is this is a game to watch. Because then now we can go to Carolina and we can talk about what is going on with Curtis. Start Samuel. of the week is um, <laughs> well. You're actually my <laughs> sit. My sit of the week. CMC uh, start him. The, that'd be a really good play for you. This guy, Christian Mickafree. I don't know him. I've never heard of his bum. All right, Craig. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're set? Oh, I was <laughs> I was making a joke that I was oh, sit. CMC. All right, so Craig said it. Sit CMC this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, Robbie Anderson is probably a fringe guy with Curtis Samuel. Those are the guys that you're nah, they're both, playing them. They're both fringe. If you don't have to, don't. I love Robbie, and I'm... I've been a lot of teams, and he's just a yeah, stash guy for now. Yeah. Only those, DJ Moore. Between those two, I still got to see yeah. who's actually going to be the number two. Really, just in the offense, I'm DJ Moore and uh, CMC. I'm not touching Teddy, and I'm not touching uh, Ian Thomas. Same. Yeah, I mean, those, yeah. Um, all right, and then Indy Jacksonville. Um, I, we can we can talk about the disaster that is Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's funny. I have <laughs> I have four pieces of news, and it's all their running backs. So. Fournette gets cut. Armstead comes in. Everybody loves the Armstead. Huge waiver pickup. Gets put on the COVID list. A Zingbo, you know, is now the favorite to take the starting work. He tweaks his hammy this week. They they name James Robinson the starter, and then they sign Dare. Oh, uh, Scotty's up getting beer. Agumbawale. Agumbawale. So. I, I don't think you can touch the Jags' backfield at all. I don't think you can really touch that that offense at all. I've lost the entire podcast to Scotty trying to get beer, so I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, <laughs> but no, I, but mean, I like, think DJ Shark is the only one on the Jag side you can start. And then on Indy side, I mean, you've got to make a bet between Mac and Jonathan Taylor if you do or do not start one of them. I'm a, I'm taking the shot on Jonathan Taylor, Corey. I know you're taking the shot on Marlon Mack. Yeah, you start yeah. one, you don't start both. Don't be an idiot. Uh, but Craig, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know where you stand between the the Taylor Mack thing. Craig so to be honest, Hines probably. To be honest, no, not not <laughs> this week, not this week, because because Jacksonville is obviously tra- tanking for Trevor, so they're going to start off very hot and lose by quite a lot. And I think Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack is going to have a good game. Like, there's, there's really not a, a world where that doesn't happen. They, they can both coexist. I think and if you make the assumption that Indy's up and they're just pounding the ball. Well, they're going to be because yeah, they're playing I Jackson. Yeah, that assumption. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's my point. So let, let's, just, let's just, if you're in the QB streamer camp, is Philip Rivers to start? Yes. Yes. And that yes. was actually a conversation yeah. that we had earlier. He's scary because if they're up. There's no point to throw it, and that's the only scary thing. The difference is that Philip Rivers is an absolute psychopath, and he might go out to make a statement and run the score up. Because who cares? He's like 60 years old. What does he care? Um. All right. And, and then, then T. Y. Hilton. Yes. And is there, yeah. He's so he's playing. So he's, he's playing. He's a lock. In. You 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 play him. Okay. I. Um. The other thing I want to say about Jacksonville, if you had, well, first of all, if you had Fournette, or if you were weak at running back and you went and scrambled and picked one of these guys, you kind of have to play. Him. Like I don't think you can I afford don't, to do that. I mean, one. We, I don't I think wouldn't. you can either. But if you are, if you were so desperate that you went out and you dropped too much fab on the, one of these guys, like you went out and said, "Oh, James Robinson, he's listed at the top of the depth chart, and I had Fournette, now I need a running back." You kind of have to plan. I ho- 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 if you're you drafting well and you yeah, you, I mean, hopefully you add like a Brita, do they can play instead of a Fournette, right? But say say he's 
even if it was your flex play, right, and you were, you were planning on playing one of these guys, who would you pick if you had to pick one out of that out of that mess? I mean, uh, I, I, I would know. rather <laughs> play Naheem Hines probably than any of those Jaguars. There's someone you can pick up to play. Maybe one of our sleepers we go over. Yeah, <laughs> that I would rather I, I, play I think, than this. I think there's just so little clarity that to risk a zero spot in week one is hard. No, I, I agree with you. I'm just I'm trying to toss out a hypothetical. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, if you well, had, a lot of people out there are making that decision. If you were in a if you were in a very very deep league, 14 team league, two flex league, you had to make a decision Chris between Thompson. these guys. Actually, yes, yes, yeah, I would start Chris Thompson, especially if they're gonna be down. So, okay. Yeah. He's, he's healthy, so. Uh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, a lot of Odell news this week. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I said a lot of Odell news this week. Have you heard? Oh, you didn't see it? No, I didn't. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, uh, family appropriate. Block um, your children's he, ears. Hide he, your... he likes um, certain things that are very similar to his team's color. Okay. Well, Cleveland Steamers would be a more appropriate name yeah, for his team. Um, <laughs> so... We're we're gonna work past that. Um, so to. they extend Kareem Hunt and then they bring in John Kelly. Uh, Cleveland does, which is just interesting to see how that backfield plays out. But you have, I mean, there's so many weapons in Cleveland, and it's can Baker make them all happen? I think you have to start them all. You draft Odell, you draft uh, Landry, Hooper. Um, Hunt and Chubb, I think all five of those guys have to be in starting rosters. I mean, unless anybody disagrees. No, I agree with you. Yeah, the question yeah, I'd sure. want to pose is if you had Chubb and you drafted Hunt as a handcuff, would you start both? Not against Baltimore. Not against Baltimore. I, I, would, I, I, I would, would agree with that, actually. I kind of forgot that. But. I would just roll with Chubb. I mean, I wouldn't start both and try but and split it. Say, say against a weaker team. I mean, it's doable. I mean, we'll see how that. Yeah. We'll so we'll, we, that we can have that conversation we'll afterwards. Wait and I mean, see. We, we got another week's worth of uh, we, uh, stuff week to five. see. Bod right. will discuss. <laughs> um, but when we get to when we get to Baltimore, I mean, you're starting Lamar. You're starting Ingram. Start Dobbins. And, and you're starting um, Mark Andrews. Dobbins. They've come out and said that Dobbins is going to have a week one role. And then you have Marquise Brown, who a lot of guys drafted as their wide receiver three. Do you feel comfortable in playing either of those guys in week one? I'm playing Brown. I'm, I'm playing Brown. I'm playing Brown. I'm not playing Dobbins. I'm as pl- much yeah. as I want to, I'm <laughs> not playing Dobbins. I'm not, I'm not touching Dobbins week one. I don't care what they say about his role. His role could be on special teams for all I know. This is true. His, <laughs> okay. his week one role could be that. I hope not. Yeah. I do think he has more value than that. Obviously, we've talked right. about this. we talked about this a lot. I mean, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill had value last year though it was limited if Dobbins absorbs the two of them into himself he has a role right but don't make that bet in week one super wait human. and see um okay so let's move over to Los Angeles and Cincinnati Chargers end up coming out and saying Mike Williams is going to be out a month that sucks which does stink, I think for a lot of a lot of people um and then the Bengals come out and say that AJ Green's going to be on a snap count. So let's just pick up where we left off in 2019. How many wide receivers have you even heard of being on a snap count? AJ Green. AJ Green. Yeah. That's it. Green. That's it. Running backs get snap counts. Quarterbacks come back from injury get snap counts. Calvin Johnson. And Calvin Johnson. <laughs> but that's all the way left. Yes. <laughs> um. I mean, I think it just kind of goes without saying. It's it's Eckler. It's Keenan. You're starting Hunter Henry. Um, and then on the Cincinnati side, I mean, Mixon, Boyd, Borrow. Dallas like, Burrow. Yeah, I was, I was uh, I'm waiting for Dallas <laughs> to say it. I'm just, 
Are I mean, there any other options in this matchup that, that could have any run to crack a week one lineup? No. AJ Green being on a snap count precludes him from being in your starting roster when you combine it with the fact that he's playing the Chargers secondary, who even without Derwin James is still right. one of the top secondaries this in the league. This is the game to yeah. wait and see on AJ Green. If you, if you have him, great. I have yeah. him. I'm sitting this guy week yeah. one. And honestly, his snap count could be limited, and he could see a red zone target and get a touchdown, and then you go, okay, well, cool. Now, you know, he got eight points. Great. Fantastic. Don't be the one that plays him and he gets zero again for the, what, Craig, 24th game in a row? That'd be a zero spot for him? 23rd. 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Eckler, no quarterbacks in, in, on the Chargers. Um, who's the backup there? Backup running back? Justin, Justin Jackson, Jackson or Joshua Kelly. Yeah, and I'm not touching I'm not either playing. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. He, actually, he actually might not play either. So. I cool. agree with that. All right, let's move over to Tampa. Game New of Orleans. the week. Um, yeah, this is actually going to be a, a pretty big I game. I can't in, wait in, for this. In, over this, under. <laughs> this might go over. Oh, this is going way over. I'm hammering over. the over. <laughs> I don't, I'm not hitting the over, but that's... So it's yeah. it's a 45, uh, 48 and a half point over under Tampa Bay between uh, New Orleans. So just so there's some context there, I think it's going over that too. Like I think this is a fantasy goal like, mine. Like I'm if you're betting chucking over, a dart, if I'm betting under yeah. it. It's the most boring game to watch. It's like, oh, please don't score, Brady. Please don't score, Breeze. I want them to score. <laughs> oh, I, I I want them to score, yeah. but that's 24 points a pop, and I think you're going to see one of those mutual respect games between Brady and and Brady and Breeze where they can't do as much as we thought that they both could. I think because they're a little showing dick size game. This is exactly that. This is Tom Brady coming out. On a new team for the first time, after literally slamming the door in Bill's face and giving him the finger through the window, he's going to be on the <laughs> throttle the whole game. Or well, they're or chasing l- each other me, for records. Allow me to yeah. change the narrative. Tom Brady left respectfully and is going to play a very good friend of his in Drew Brees <laughs> on two very talented teams with both improved defenses and fantastic offenses on both sides. I think you're going to see the Tampa Bay defense rise to the challenge and play the Saints very tight. And I think that you saw the New Orleans defense improve greatly over the last uh, the last past offseason. And you're going to see them lock them up. Plus, Mike Evans has a hammy. Yeah. So let me just let me just jump into the news and knock it out of the way. Mike Evans had, yeah shows up with a hamstring injury today. And that's brand new. That's brand that's new. That came out today. Not said the boat in camp, so that's why it's scary. Same same hamstring that put him on the IR at the end of 2019. He's game so time decision that, as in right now. Correct. That also could be Tom Brady. Bill game Belichick time game decision on Wednesday is not a good thing. Yeah, I got him against you in Dynasty, Tom. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, and then Leonard Fournette uh, to have a solid role in week one. Dare got cut. Not huge news. Um, but... This is the type of matchup that if you're looking to throw a dart at something, like this is what you're looking for, right? Like this game's going to pro- I would think is going to 52 points, 55 points. I know you might, you might disagree, but bet it. All right, let's just talk about the individual players. Starting Brady, starting Chris Godwin. Yes. Given Mike Evans' status, you're going to start him if he's on the field. If he plays, you're starting him. Yep. I mean, Captain. if he's on the if he's on the field, you're you, playing him. Yeah. Uh, do you start a tight end? I no. s- pe- people drafted Gronk to start Gronk. Yeah, that's true. If you drafted Gronk, well, okay, that, that's. I mean, that would every one of our drafts, our he went in the top six. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's against our advice. But I do think that Gronk could score in this match. Right. I think. I think it's fine. Match. I think the way that we have him ranked says don't start him. But if you drafted him to start him, but yeah, week you, one you rankings, to. I'd say give I would it a go because him. he's a top twelve tight end this week. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, I'm still iffy on his total role. 
um, which is why I'm hesitant on him if he because of how it. many t- uh, tight ends they have on their roster. But say he is the tight end one and really, you know, O.J. Howard and Braid are just completely out of the picture, then great, fine. Yeah, the guy's going to be starter all year. I'm I iffy s- on a guy who was retired last year and showed up 6'6", 215. Like, that's what I'm iffy on, Not regardless of his role. I just think the easiest way to ease Brady into an offense and get him most comfortable is Give his to, blankie. Yeah, exactly. Like to Milwaukee. I mean, if 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 if, 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 if you get a ten yard Gronk fade to the outside yep. and he scores six points, that's a top. You know what's happening. End. I should have put <laughs> it I should have put in my bold predictions. I think OJ Howard has a better week than Gronk this week. See, if Mike Evans misses the game, I think OJ Howard's a great streamer. Okay. All right, so that's a good that's a good thing to so if Mike Evans is out, then both and tight ends are starting. Yes, I yeah. think so. I think so you might see a lot of two gets... tight ends. You might see a lot of two tight ends. Anyways, this could be your Gronk and uh, Aaron Hernandez revival game for Tom Brady. So, um, Leonard, running backs, Leonard yeah. Fournette. Oh, it's I such a tough one. I'd start I would. Fournette. I wouldn't start Jones. I wouldn't start. Of I course not, start McCoy. Um, I would start Fournette. That's starting it. Fournette as, as a flex because that's what you get getting the guy as now. I don't Craig probably. Would wait and see on that, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see on all three of them. Craig's actually gonna not fill a roster, just wait and see on this whole team. Oh, no, I, I, <laughs> you know why I'm waiting, seeing because I went running back, running back, running back in every draft. Running back, running back, running back. That's what I did. Um, right, I, I, I just Saints. went. I wanted starters. Yeah, let's move to the Saints side. It's Breeze, it's Breeze, Kamara, Kamara, Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, Emmanuel Sanders. Horrible That's secondary, the, the worst secondary in the league. I'd be fine with the over under being that high. I'd be fine risking an Emmanuel Sanders touchdown. I'm very interested to see what happens. Like Deshaun Jackson, like I'm starting Deshaun Jackson because of that. But I would, kind of thing. I would 100% play Emmanuel Sanders, but I'm very, very interested to see how this folds out. He would be a wait and see for me if he wasn't playing the Bucks. Yeah, I think it's a good week to start him. Uh, I think that there is. I think it's gonna be high scoring, and he's the wide receiver too. So I just think it it, and I think it will work. Yeah, he's also a guy that he loves to prove that he still has something in the tank, and he's gonna do it. I mean, every time he comes to a new team, he goes on fire right away. You saw with San Francisco last year. I think it was the first week he was there. He had two touchdowns. You could very well see Tom Brady come out and throw a touchdown to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and then Drew Brees go, "Well, I can throw it to multiple guys too. It doesn't just have to be Michael Thomas." Like like we said, it's a it's a dick measuring contest. I don't know why you and Tom on. Brady's gonna win that. <laughs> Um, Arizona, San Francisco. This is going to be an interesting matchup because San Francisco, they're hurting all over the place. I mean, Debo didn't play, or Debo didn't practice. Ayuk didn't practice. George Kittle's going to just eat everyone. Start Kittle, everyone. It's Kittle, and I've got uh, I've got Kendrick Bourne as a. He's not even a sleeper at this point. He's the only guy out there that can catch balls. So he's a mu- he's a must start against an Arizona defense that's you know middle of the pack at best. No, okay. I, I have another yeah, wide receiver on this like, team I like. We'll get two, it. two. Last year, I will practice. Last year, they're the, 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 the worst defense in fantasy. You want to start your guys against Arizona? Oh no, I agree with you. I mean, oh, I thought you, I thought you were saying top two as in top two best. I was like, oh god, no, no. no, no I, I was trying like, to give him a bump because they drafted Isaiah Simmons. You know, I was just yeah. trying to give him a bump, a little bump. Um, the running <laughs> backs for San Francisco. <laughs> do, do you feel comfortable starting both? Not in the same lineup, in the same week on different teams, Corey. Are it's just we an important okay? distinction to make. <laughs> yes, I are would we play, okay with playing most like Tevin, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert? Um, obviously, Jarek McKinnon is a do not touch for until he's like super way more right. healthy. Right, we're we're just yeah, talking about the top Mostert two. And yeah, Coleman. the top two Coleman and uh, 
most are, are, are and they're must both, start. both startable. I agree. Okay. Same. Yeah, I, I, they're, I, they're startable as RB2s. They're not even flex plays. Yeah, I lean, I lean both ways. I would agree with that. I think both are going to have a, a fine game. And then on the Arizona side... <laughs> a fine, a fine, fine game. game. I'm trying to collect my thoughts as I'm moving through this. Tom's sipping um, tea back in, in Drake's in a full Dubin goal in practice. <laughs> Pinky up. Yeah, Drake. Drake is a play. Uh, yeah. Kyler Murray is a play. Oh, we didn't talk about it. Is Jimmy Garoppolo a play? No, no. no. Okay, I guess we didn't have to talk about that. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. I, I kind of was he drafted? I kind of forgot who, who their quarterback was. <laughs> okay, moving on. Kyler Murray play play Drake uh, play. We said um, obviously. Hopkins, Hopkins play. DeAndre play. Hopkins, the most highest uh, paid oh, wide receiver and highest uh, uh, non-quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. And uh, I guess the question marks there are... Kirk. Kirk, Larry Fitz. I would play Kirk. I, I would play Kirk. I would not play Larry Fitz. I'm probably I'm in, in the that same boat. boat. Yeah. Same. Which is unfortunate because Larry Fitz is good. He'll probably get his numbers, but he's gonna get like seven points tops. Yeah, it seems like this is the week that Fitz is gonna go for a hundred and a touchdown. And this is always this is this is where like you can take the season off when you sit there and you make those decisions. Though it's like chuck a dart at Traquan Smith of the Saints in a game that's likely gonna go over sixty points. Do you know what I mean? Like. And Dow, yeah. Dow's hates it. I, I've gradually increased that. Hammer score, the under. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So Dallas, Los Angeles, um, another big wide receiver just coming out of nowhere with no injury update at all. Amari Cooper off on the sideline doing individual drills with resistant bands. He's been that he just, he, the last two weeks like off and yeah, on. Yeah, he was doing right, that. And they I, don't know what. They oh yeah, it's still undisclosed, it right? It's, yeah, it's classic Amari Cooper. He's probably got a bone bruise and he can't it's practice. The Monday Night Football. There cat. was, oh, there I was, gotta take a few man. drives off. There was more. <laughs> All right, oh, fine. I guess I can't say it. It's Sunday night too. Damn, he's such a. There was dude. there was more positive news uh, today on Amari Cooper that he was more limited. Oh, so he'll <laughs> so he'll leave on the. Yeah, second I don't know what round. more was, limited is. He, no, he was but. off to the side just doing resistant band training, which. That's not good. No. Um, and then the Rams, uh, Daryl Henderson limited with a hamstring today, and then they come out and say that they're gonna uh, start with a running back by committee. So Sean McVay, I don't. He's just turning into. He's just turning into Fisher all over again. Oh. That is what is happening. That's like the uh, worst. Is, <laughs> that's the only thing worse you can say is calling somebody Adam Gase. T- <laughs> McVay's getting close to Adam Gase territory right now. I'm Neg, gonna tell you that Neg is up there. Uh, <laughs> most definitely. But I mean, okay. So from Dallas, Amari Cooper, if he plays, you have to play him based on where you drafted him. Where you? Oh no, 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 no. So you drafted Amari Cooper in the first two rounds, you're not going to play him if he's If, if he's, he's hurt, right, or if he's been working on the sidelines, not full go and not practicing with the team and then has to face the highest paid corner in the league in Jalen Ramsey, I'm not feeling comfortable with that because this is exactly who Amari Cooper is. He has never, not once, really done well a whole season against top corners. Yes, last year he was more consistent, but this guy goes for... 40 points and zero points far more often. Agreed. A million percent agreed. But Jalen Ramsey, I don't care that he's the highest paid guy in the league. When the Rams are down by 21 points in this game, he'll quit. And Amari Cooper's going to grab another two touchdowns. It's his MO. He's going to do it. He quits all the time. I don't know why they paid him that much money. I think it was a stupid move. Also, the cap is apparently fake because they have all these guys on a billion-dollar contract. I'll get to that a different day. 
Amari Cooper, if he plays, is a go for me, 100%. I agree with that. Same, because you drafted him so freaking You drafted high. him in the price second round at the latest. Yep. Um, I think I think the question marks are, I mean, I think most people are starting Gallup. I think the next question mark is CD. Do you start him? Do you start Blake Jarwin? I've heard a lot of people hyping him. I'm a no on Jarwin and at that's all. that's the thing. Like, I'm high on Jarwin, but I'm higher on Gallup and CD, where it's right. like, there can't be four guys and Zeke <laughs> right. to... Catch the ball. The yeah. I'm, a yes the on, I'm a yes on all three receivers. I'm a no on Jarwin. Obviously, Zeke. Same. And Dak. Same. And, yes. uh, yeah, and Dak. Yeah. Yep. You don't want me to on that. And again, if you say, if you okay. say that Jalen Ramsey <laughs> removes... <laughs> good. But if you say Jalen Ramsey removes Amari Cooper from the equation, fantastic. Gallup and CDR, great plays. That's the point what I was trying to make. Is, it is, you're not going to know what it is. I'm going to say it's going to be Amari Cooper who sits. I think it's unfortunate. It's fantasy football. You really can't predict that i don't have a crystal ball but there is going to be a receiver in this team you're going to be extremely disappointed about in this week because they also have chris harris who is the best slot corner in the league who the fuck is chris well harris? it's okay let's, let's from get the broncos over, from the broncos let's yeah. get over yeah, to eight years ago let's get over <laughs> to the rams dallas is a little bit more cut and dry than the rams are because are you starting any rams running back after they came out with the news that no i'm not uh, like you said like uh, all running back by committee malcolm brown is Listed as a starter. Technically, I saw today Cam Akers is listed as the third string. So it's like I don't know who I really want to play, and I, I would I would wait and see to see who actually is going to start. And you know, we talk about you know all these weird things with the uh, depth charts. I think this is just coaches playing against each other because there's nothing on tape yet that they can say that you know my practice squad running back as the starter because then it just kind of fools the other guy or, or the other coaching staff really doesn't put that much effort into looking at who's actually the the well, week one starter as far as i know there's no regulation of the depth chart even throughout the season like right. no but when a coach comes out and says that they're going to start with a running back by committee and then yeah. he's not number one on the depth chart it puts question marks on should you start cam Akers in week one i'm sitting yeah. i'm sitting and i'm, both I'm not them. touching I'm this backfield sitting. week no, one even the only thing that might make me start one of them is if daryl henderson doesn't go and i might say now it's between two guys I still wouldn't still but it's it's a pick em and it's dallas and dallas isn't a bad defense on paper yeah. they have a really like fa- fast paper. linebackers so i think and the running good, game's going to scr- struggle yeah. even and a good athletic defensive line yeah it's yeah. with safety regardless yeah um and then those wide receivers, I think he's starting Cup yep. in Woods easily. Yep. It's do you start Higby? I know Higby was a bust. The Scotty's a people lot were drafting. People like Higby, him. but you start him based on where he's drafted. Start, yeah. I think you have to. I don't personally think he has a great game this week, but if you drafted him as your tight end one, you have to. I mean, people are starting him. Yeah, I just think against uh, Jalen Smith, LVE, and uh, whoever else they got out there. Sean Lee, is he still around? But. Uh, no. And also, Craig, <laughs> for Chris years. Harris is on the Chargers. Oh, that's what I was talking about. With, uh, trying to talk. <laughs> the, uh, so that our, our listeners heard both conversations. Sorry, oh, sorry. What, okay. what happened was, is I was watching Hard Knocks, and they're both in L.A. <laughs> um, oh right. The, yeah, the yeah, one okay. guy I wanted to, I wanted to mention though was uh, Josh Reynolds. I think he has a an outside chance at, at a decent week. Um, Dallas is a little weak in the slot with their slot corners without Chris Harris. So Josh Reynolds could have a decent week. He's not a guy I want to tell you to play by any means, but he's a guy to keep an eye on. 
There, well, there's already been talks coming out of camp that Van Jefferson has superseded him for the slot. So He's I would not touch Josh player. Reynolds at all. I've heard those rumors. I just Josh think Reynolds you're gonna, is drafting no redraft. He's, yeah, he's he's on your uh, on your. Waivers. I can't wait to see what happens from Van. Jefferson. But watch list. Um, I think Van Jefferson gets a little nervous and drops a couple of balls, and you see Josh Reynolds go out there. Pittsburgh, New York. So <laughs> New York uh, Barkley is good. Barkley's, Barkley's, Barkley's good. good. Um, you I, start I, Tate. Tate. Tate's well, been bang, banged up. And he didn't and return to practice today. So what's that? Oh, so Tate returned to practice. Returned today. forward. I mean, it's, it was it was limited, but he it's re- still re- a good but sign. returning to practice is great for a veteran right. in a season like this. I think just shows like yes, he's going to play. He was just taking some time off from that. What was it a hamstring? I believe it was yep. or a quad or something like that. I think it was a quad. That um, you know just. Take your time, whatever. You're a veteran. You know the playbook. We're going to put you out there week one no matter what. Yeah, I probably played Tate. He The def- the Pittsburgh defense troubles me. Oh, but they're good. But they're good. I, they're fast. Play, I'm playing Tate. But are you playing Slayton? Because that's a guy I want to talk about because I think Slayton can find some real run with this offense, but it's going to contradict, I think, what you think you're going to get from Ingram, right? So, I mean, Barkley's a start. I think Tate is is a start. Ingram, Ingram is a start. Ingram's a start. Would you start Slayton? I'm I'm still gonna he's he's my uh, uh, sleeper of the year or however we phrase that. But I I'm, I'm gonna wait um, just because like you said Ingram is actually a huge huge factor into that. Um, and Pittsburgh does have a really good defense. You didn't draft Slayton to be a you know wide receiver three Top or three flex right team. right away. Yeah. Um, I, I did, think at some point he will be that for this team. But week one just pump the brakes. The difference is I did sit, take but... him to be a. a, a a backup, essentially a bench guy in right. my leagues, but I have worse matchups with other teams, so I'm going to be playing him in my flex this week. Sure, but I mean, I'm not going to. Am I super? Am I super confident on it? No. Would I recommend it? Probably not. But if you have to, you could do a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Like um, flip it to the other side of the of, of the ball. You have the Steelers. Am I going to play him or Deontay Johnson? Well, that's and that's kind of where we get back Very into it. When on the other Very side close. of the the Pittsburgh ball is you start uh, Connor. You start, you start Juju, Juju. regardless yeah. of. But then, do you start Deontay Johnson? Right, I, 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 would. I feel like there's a lot of depth on the Pittsburghs. I see. I would wait on Deontay Johnson, and I would play Slayton. Yeah, I so would, you don't know if it's going to be Deontay or James Washington. You don't know which guy. Well, be I, 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 I thought that they kind of Ruben solved Chase. that riddle last year, um, and I, I think that I don't think you can solve Deont- any riddles while Big Ben's on the bench, though. You know, you don't yeah. know who he likes or who he's. I think, I think it, so. It, Fair, it just, but- just real quick, and and not to squash that, but Ebron, do you start Ebron as a tight end in this matchup? I'd say no, because he's probably not a top ten, top twelve tight end. We have to. I was gonna we say have to. I was gonna say yes because the uh, New York linebackers are 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 butt. They're butt. They're butt. Yeah. <laughs> just They're sums butt. it up right there. Okay. All right. Last matchup, and then we're gonna go. But if Mika Fitzpatrick is on him, that's a lo- that's a lock. I mean, um, that's bad. All right. Tennessee. Sorry, Denver. They're on the same team. Um, Dow's is starting Ryan Tannehill easily. I think the other three of us aren't. Correct. Is that fair to say? Okay. Against Denver? Yeah, hundred um, percent. No so, Von Miller. But you starting Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, John Ew. Yes. Corey Davis? John Newt's a fringe. Corey Davis is a no. Corey Davis is a no. Corey Davis is, is a wait Craig, to see. you start anywhere on, on any of those? Uh, I have John Newt Smith starting as tight end for a okay. lot of leagues, so I'm, I'm playing him. Yeah. Okay. I think it's and a then pick. Denver is start Melvin Gordon, start Cortland Sutton, Fant, Judy, Philip Lindsay. 
so much concern. I'd sit Lindsay. Definitely. Sit Lindsay, that's an easy one. I'd sit all three. I would sit sit Fant, and I want to play Judy. I would would sit Fant. See, Fant with me is close to like a John New and TJ Hawkins saying where it's... That's very similar. If you got the guy, you're going to start them. Like, you got these guys at probably the last two rounds of your draft, so... That's true. If you waited on tight ends, you're You probably did draft him for your tight end, so go ahead, but... You won't start him over, like, the... Judy's a hard sit, but I'm going to sit him, because I have to see. I am starting him, so I think it's it's a little bit of my bias. I, I need him to do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, fine. So Sounds he's coming with it. Honestly, but, honestly but, I would lean to start him if I, if I really had to look at it, because... Uh, Tennessee lost, um, you know, Logan Ryan this year. And, and so their secondary isn't as, as great as it was, it was last year. And, and Tennessee's defense is fantastic. And they, they you know, they added Jadavian Clowney. But um, I don't know. I, I think Judy is, is going to be really good for this team. So we, there, I, think there's, I think there's too many question marks to make that bet. Craig is choking on air. He's, just, he's a solid wide receiver, too, who's going to be on the field. It's that's, COVID. That, that, awesome. has, that has value to me. It has um, a very intrinsic value. Okay, so we're so that's kind of our, our preview um, of week one. And we're just going to kind of go through a couple of sleepers that are potentially on your waiver wire. Some of them are guys that you drafted in the last um, back of the, you know, the, the end of the draft. That we're not necessarily saying that you should start. But they're guys to look out for and likely guys that we're going to be talking about in week one as priority pickups. Um, I'll start. My sleeper of the week is Duke Johnson. I think in a matchup with Kansas City where they're going to have to throw the ball often. Brandon Cooks is hurt. Duke Johnson's already been talked about playing out of the slot. David Johnson is new to the offense. Watson and Duke Johnson have played together. Just I think Duke Johnson is going to find a bigger role in the offense. Um, especially in a matchup where they're going to have to throw the ball. So Duke Johnson is my guy. I think out of all four of ours, Duke Johnson is the most likely one to have been drafted, and you guys have three that are likely free agents. So, Craig, I'll let you, you go. Yeah, and, and mine is, is Trent Taylor uh, from San Francisco. Um, he's a wide receiver. I feel like I have to say that for some reason. Um, it may be because you guys forgot of him because he didn't play last year. And the San Francisco 49ers wide receivers, it's no secret. They're all hurt. Um, and I think that Trent Taylor being a veteran presence for that team, one who actually, he's realistically the only one that caught a ball from Jimmy Garoppolo uh, when he came over. I don't think Kendrick Bourne was actually playing at that time. So outside of uh, George Kittle, I think Trent Taylor is the guy that they do go to against Arizona, and they are going to have to pass because Arizona is going to do a lot of that. So um, that's why I have Trent Taylor uh, as my deep sleeper of the week. All right, uh, mine is Deshaun Jackson from Philadelphia, wide receiver. You know him. The writing's on the wall. For the last like twenty-two yeah, years. That's, that's 20, yeah. The writing <laughs> is on the wall. He's facing his old team, Washington. If there's, a, is there, if there's a revenge game for a player that always succeeds, it's Deshaun Jackson. Almost in every time he plays his old teams. Last year, he went for, what, 120-plus and two touchdowns in week Three. one? Three touchdowns, I'm sorry, in week one. Don't be, you forget. Before he got hurt early in week two. So this is a guy you can play. He might only be good this one week like he, he was last year, but I, I just see him going out and crushing it. Unfortunately, in the league that I'm in with Tom, we have a very short bench. I want to start very bad, but there's no one I can drop because season long, I know it's not the right pick, which right. sucks. But 
Deshaun Jackson's my uh, week one sleeper. Yeah, and I've got uh, Paris Campbell, wide receiver, Indy, as my deep sleeper of the week. Um, I just think that he has a really good opportunity to go out and make a, make a big impact with the new quarterback out of Phil Rivers. Obviously, throwing to him is going to be a little bit uh, I don't know, not a little bit better and a little bit easier than Jacoby Brissett. And then you match up him against the Jaguars, and it's kind of just like, well, how can he not have a good game if Indy, if uh, T.Y. Hilton's out there drawing most of the coverage for for the Jaguars? Paris Campbell should be able to do a lot of the underneath stuff, and I think Craig even touched on it. He's a freak physically. Um, it might have been a couple of podcasts ago, but he said he ran like a four three four four forty when he's like six feet and you know one hundred ninety five pounds. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Take yeah. that all day long. Yeah. So that's on the sleeper podcast. There it is. Yeah. So if he if he can go out and actually abuse the uh, the Jaguars' weak defense, he could be in shape for you know twelve to fifteen points. No 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 trouble at all. All right. Well, those are our sleepers of the week. Okay, so we head into week one, and this is kind of how we're going to start moving forward, is we'll have two podcasts a week. We will be doing uh, look back, to believe, not to believe, segments will be coming back. We have our hold and folds coming back. Our weekly start and sits will be on the website. Um, And we probably won't even discuss the sleepers all that much. We'll have articles on the website. So there will be a lot of content between podcast and website. Waivers. Moving forward in waivers. But I feel like waivers may end up being a pretty big part of the podcast um, in determining, you know, how they play forward. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, we all do a fab system, which if you don't know what it is, we'll explain it kind of as we get get into get into all that. So the podcast 84. Yes, sir. Getting close to 100. We are starting the NFL season. Can't wait. Very excited. Let's go. (laughs) Are you a fan of veterans? (laughs) John Cena loves the veterans. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay Thank you.